Welcome to an audio teaching from Windsor Park Baptist Church in Auckland, New Zealand. If you would like to look at the message notes or see some questions for reflection that take their lead from today's teaching, head to our website, windsorpark.org.nz and head to the online tab where you'll see services and series and you can download different resources from there. Thanks for joining us and we hope you're encouraged by today's teaching. Hi there, everybody. Great to be with you again in this countdown to Christmas. You know, generally speaking, at this time of the year, as we approach the end of the year and schools close and work winds up and we focus on Christmas and New Year's and the summer holiday season, many of us reflect back on the year that's been. Being people like we are, we often look at all the things that have been difficult and we say, I hope next year is better. And right now in the middle of December 2021, it feels like Groundhog Day back to December 2020. Who can remember this time last year as we looked back on 2020 and we were saying to each other, man, I hope 2021 is better than this year because it's been a stink year. (laughs) Hello, right? Feels like repeat. For me, this year particularly since we moved into lockdown in August, has been more stink than last year. Over the last five months, I've lost two friends and one brother-in-law, all three too young and too early. The rhythms of life have changed, and the move into the COVID-19 protection framework with the introduction of vaccine certificates is problematic for the church for so many reasons. Let me be honest. The line that we repeat so much at this time of the year seems even more loaded for me right now. I hope next year is better than this one. I hope we don't go back into lockdown again. I hope COVID goes away. I hope it doesn't rain much over the summer. I hope that we as a church will all agree to navigate these next few months with grace and love and we'll all be friends. (laughs) I hope that one of you who buys lotto tickets will win and feel compelled to be very generous to me. There are lots of things that we hope for, and I'm sure that you could compile your own list out of your own life. As we approach Christmas, I want to talk about hope, because hope is definitely what we need. But, and I think this is significant, there are two types of hope for us to think about at this time of the year. One type of hope isn't worth the attention and focus it gets, And the other type of hope deserves a lot more attention and focus than it gets. Let me explain. As I've mentioned, there are a lot of things that we hope for, but we have no idea whether they'll come about. You can hope for a better year next year, but who knows whether it will turn out like that. You can hope that it's going to be sunny tomorrow for the barbecue you're planning, but if you live in Auckland, there's a very good chance your hope could well be dashed. You can hope that if you work hard, you'll end up with everything you dream about. But the reality is that happens for very few. And even for those who it does, they usually don't find the fulfillment they think stuff will provide. You can hope that you'll find the person of your dreams. But sometimes the reality of imperfection doesn't quite live up to the hopes of the perfect, perfect Instagram life. All these things and more are what I call unrealized hopes. We can hope for them, we can dream about them coming about, but we have absolutely no control over whether they'll work out. 
And the problem is that we give these hopes a lot of time and a lot of attention. So it's no wonder that we live with a lot of disappointment when these hopes and dreams don't eventuate as we hoped they would. Now, you're probably thinking that I'm some kind of killjoy right now. It's Christmas, Grant. Cheer up a little bit. I can hear some of you saying that to me. I hope you don't think that I'm saying that you shouldn't dream of better days and a a sunny summer. And I'm not saying that the things in life won't get better because of whatever it is that's going on for your life right now. They might well. But on the contrary, I want to suggest that the season of Advent gives us everything we need to enable us to hope in a realistic, life-transforming, gift-giving and spirit-fueled way. Who doesn't want that? I want that kind of hope. And that kind of hope is entirely possible because of Jesus, who is God. Jesus, who is the Son of God. Jesus, who is the Son of David. Jesus, who is the Good Shepherd. Jesus, who is the Bread of Life. Jesus, who is the Lamb of God. Jesus, who is the Advocate. Jesus, who is the Great High Priest. Jesus, who is the Head of the Church. Jesus, who is Emmanuel. Jesus, who is the King of Kings. Jesus, who is the light of the world, Jesus, who is the Alpha and Omega, and Jesus, who is the Lion of the tribe of Judah. I'm using all of the titles that we've been looking at in our Who is Jesus Advent devotional. It's been such a rich series so far. You can still hook into it. Well, hope is an amazing thing. Hope can transform a life from meaninglessness into a life that is full of purpose and direction. But the kind of hope that I'm talking about now is not unrealized hope. It's what I call realized hope, which means it is hope that already has come to pass. You can rely on it as surely as the sky is blue, although sometimes it's just behind the clouds and you need to go looking for it. Realized hope is the kind of hope that was spoken about through the generations that we see in the entirety of the Old Testament. It's a long story of God with his people and yet living with the anticipation and the hope of a prophesied Messiah. I'm sure you're all familiar with the the power and the significance of the Old Testament scriptures. There are dozens and dozens and dozens of scriptures that all lead to the hand of God pointing towards the arrival of the hope of the world, Jesus. In my notes, I've got a list of 44 of these prophecies that were fulfilled in the New Testament. I'm not going to bore you with telling you the list going through that, but you can download my notes from our website or app or join a database to get our notes emailed to you each week before church. And it contains some great questions to reflect on during the week. There's a link on the screen how you can sign up for that. But not only is Jesus prophesied about in the Old Testament, Jesus is also present in the Old Testament. I'm not even going to go into that today, but it's amazing and it's powerful and it's significant. So here's my summary of what all of this means. Present, promised, prophesied, and predictably powerful. This is Jesus, who is the realized hope for the world. I've titled this little series of three messages today and the next two weeks that takes us to Sunday the 26th of December, A Weary World Rejoices. Because I'm not sure if there's been another time in my life where the world has been perhaps as weary as it is right now. Maybe that's just me. 
But I think there might be one or two of you who can relate. People who are tired, people who are fearful, people who are avoiding interacting too closely with others, people who are frustrated, people who are uncertain. That's just the people that I hang out with. Here's the point, though. Jesus, our realized hope, means that we can have certainty and we can look forwards with confidence because Jesus has made that 100% possible. For those who put their lives in the hands of Jesus, then this is the truth. Realized hope tells us that it's going to be okay, whatever it is. Realized hope tells us that when we feel tired, we can rest in Jesus. Realized hope tells us that when we don't agree with each other, love holds us together. Realized hope tells us that when our dreams aren't fulfilled, our dreams weren't his dreams. Realized hope tells us that when we feel that we're insignificant, we're actually completely significant in the eyes of God. Realized hope tells us that when we're tempted, Jesus knows exactly what we're going through. Realized hope tells us that when we're scared of death, that death has no sting. Realized hope tells us that that we are loved, that we are valued, that we are significant, and that we are completely accepted. And here's the thing. The realized hope in the birth, life, death, resurrection, and ascension of Jesus really is a game changer, a life changer, and an eternity changer. So how are you going at realizing That hope has come into our lives through the miraculous incarnation of the virgin birth of Jesus the Christ. As the author of Hebrews 6.19 writes, We have this hope as an anchor for the soul, firm and secure. You know, realized hope is one of the greatest gifts that we can unwrap in our lives this year. Realizing that we know that Jesus has come, is with us, is present in the power of the Holy Spirit. Realizing that we can put our trust and hope in Him for today and for tomorrow, no matter what is happening. It really is the anchor that that Hebrews passion speaks into. And I pray that this Advent, through all of the uncertainty that we are living through, that you will know that realized hope. Jesus Christ, and that you will take it into your heart and into your soul and into your mind, and it will live itself out in your life in a way that those around you might see, wow, you know, you're journeying through the season in in a way that perhaps the world isn't, because it's the realization that Jesus Christ is our Savior, the prophesied Messiah, present with his people through all of time, and that brings us hope that we're going to be okay today and tomorrow and for all of eternity. Let's pray. Father, we want to acknowledge that there are lots of things that we hope for. We hope for a new car or we hope for something to happen. Lots of hopes that we carry and sometimes they bring us great disappointments. I want to pray today as we think about the realized hope that comes in the person of Jesus Christ, that we would simply lay down all of the things that maybe disappoint us right now, the things that we are struggling with, that we would open up our hearts and hear your voice telling us what to let go of and what to give to you, 
unrealized hopes. All with the knowledge that when we invite you to be part of our life, and hope becomes realized, it becomes real. You give us a, a peace through the storm. You, you help us see through the clouds. You help us know that, that we're okay and that we are valuable in your sight because we are your sons and your daughters. So, Father, I pray that this Advent we would realize just how significant it is to trust you with our lives. And we open up our hearts and give to you our lives again. Speak to us. Might we hear your voice in the middle of our storms and the pressures that surround us, that we would securely hold on to you, a rock and our anchor. And when we talk about the hope of this season, that we will know you are fully present in that give you praise and glory and honor. We sing songs of adoration and we sing carols in this season. We hear them in our supermarkets and we hear them everywhere. Might they be real to us though? And might they continue to transform our life for your purposes? In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you for joining our audio teaching today. If there are ways that we can continue to support you or help you in your journey, please reach out to us. Head to our website, windsorpark.org.nz and you'll find various ways to contact us. God bless.